Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady. Where Karens confuse regular Joe Schmo customers as employees. And in today's episode, a Karen learns to never ever lie about being attacked, especially when there might be cameras around. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's lineup of stories. And as always, you can send or link your Reddit post to this email right here. Let's dive in. So this happened a few days ago. For starters, me and my best friend have been friends for a long time, since like 13 or 14. We're both the same age, 19 now, and we're thick as thieves. So there's a grocery store near our neighborhood, and we frequently go there if the gas station doesn't have what we're looking for. So me and best friend walk into the grocery store as we needed marshmallows and something else. Now for context, both of us wear alternative styles. I'm wearing a large, long hoodie, baggy pants, and a tank top. My hair is dyed two colors, and I have lots of facial piercings. My best friend is also wearing something similar, all black getup and platform boots, so neither of us look like any store employees. We get our marshmallows, and we go looking for the next item. We find the aisle it's in, joking between each other like normal, when suddenly there's a loud, excuse me, Now, both of us bristle at the tone. We both turn and see what I can only describe as a textbook Karen. I'm talking dressed in athletic wear that was two sizes too small, the haircut, and worse was the giant gaudy turquoise necklace and matching earrings that happened to clash horribly with her outfit. She looked like she was somewhere around 50 to 60 years old. My best friend says, uh, yes ma'am. At that, Karen rolls her eyes and says, finally, now I need you to go check something in the back for me. My friend replies, ma'am, I don't work here. Now you'd think that this would be the end of it, but like many stories on here, it didn't. That set her off for some ungodly reason. And when I say she went from 0 to 100 in a matter of seconds, I mean her face turns bright red, eyebrows nearly molded together with how hard she was scowling, and that's when she points at my friend. And in the nastiest, hateful tone that I've only ever read about, she says, Yes, you do. I saw you helping her. She then points to me, and her finger was, I kid you not, an inch away from my face. Both me and my friend are very protective of each other. We've been best friends for forever, and we don't like it when people make either of us uncomfortable. So my friend gently takes my shoulders, and he moves me away from her, reiterating that he does not, in fact, work here. He barely gets the words out before Karen shushes him, spit flying all over, and she starts to scream, God, you people are all the same. No manners, no respect. How dare you pretend you don't work here? You obviously do. At this point, my friend and me both look down at what he's wearing, mainly the 4-5 to inch platform boots adorned with straps, buckles, and silver plating over the toe part. And then we look at her, and Karen says, Well, what do you have to say for yourself? She said that like it was us who was in the wrong here. At this point, not only were both of us upset at being yelled at for no reason, but we were particularly upset at her referring to my friend as your kind. So now we're dealing with not only a numbskull, but a racist as well. 
At this point, after staring at each other for a minute, I find the courage to step forward and try to defuse the situation. I say to her, ma'am, he really doesn't work here and I'm trying hard not to be angry right now, but you're being very rude and I want you to leave us alone. And Karen's having none of it. Karen says, mind your own damn business. As for you, pointing to my friend, I want your manager now. So yeah, at this point, we've already grabbed what we needed, and seeing as how we have no obligation to stay any longer, and certainly don't want to keep dealing with her BS, we start walking off. We were quite literally astounded, trying to understand how she could have possibly thought my friend worked here. I mean, it was possible she's seen us before in the store, so I can kind of see how she might assume that. But even so, that was highly unlikely. Anyways, I hope that would have been the end of it, but no dice. We hear her worn-out sneakers squeaking rapidly against the floor before she sinks her talons into my friend's jacket, and she uses what I have to assume was all of her strength to pull him backwards. Now normally in those boots, my friend might have fallen, but his guard was all the way up, and he was able to stick out his foot behind him to stop himself from falling. His boot, however, landed on the front half of Karen's foot, and she lets out this ear-piercing howl that reminds me of a hundred burning mice, accusing him of attacking her. My friend is now visibly angry, and so am I. He turns around with a very heavy glare, while I immediately grab her wrist, and the moment I touch her, Karen throws herself to the ground, not before grabbing a whole cardboard display of energy drinks, bringing two dozen cans crashing down with her. She then starts screaming like she's being stabbed with a butter knife. Somewhere during this commotion, an actual store employee heard all the screaming, and he shows up around the corner, looking visibly dumbfounded. Both me and my friend are internally panicking because we both look like two kids who just pushed an old lady to the ground. I try to ask the employee for help, and I barely get a word in before Karen stands up and acts like she's mortally wounded, screaming, These two just attacked me. Call the police. I want him fired and both of them arrested. I said to call the police. I then turn around to yell at Karen because at this point I was so angry at her that I wanted to put her into an armbar and break her elbows for putting her hands on my friend. But that's when my friend stopped me and asked very calmly to speak to a manager. Karen was huffing and puffing, but she managed to continue her tirade saying, No, I want to speak to the manager. You don't get to speak to the manager. You attacked me. You're a piece of crap and you're rude and I'm going to have you arrested. The employee had taken my friend's request and quite literally ran with it. And soon enough, there was a manager following him back to the scene. The manager had an obvious customer service smile on his face as he addressed us saying, Hello, there seems to be a really big problem here. Neither of us even bothered opening our mouths because Karen launches into a loud rant. And sure enough, she instantly began to yell, These two assaulted me, and he called me names, and I want him fired and the police called. The manager looks at us bewildered as we helplessly stare back. Finally, he looks at Karen and he calmly puts out his hands in the universal pose anyone in customer service knows, as the calm down gesture. He then says, ma'am, neither of these people work here, they're customers just like you. And hearing that sends her into a bigger rage. She starts calling my friend multiple racial slurs, she insults me, and she screams how she wants the police called as she was assaulted, blah blah blah. The manager finally gets a word in and says that he'll call the police. The employee also mentions to the manager that he should check the cameras, and that's when Karen's face drops. She forgot cameras existed, and she turns pale, once she realized how deep the crap she got herself into was. 
Karen then quickly backpedals, and she tells the manager to not call the police, as she has no time to wait around. She has an appointment, and she wants to go. I could see the look on the manager's face, and I know he's probably realized by now from her language and behavior that she was probably in the wrong. So he turns to us and asks if we wanted to call the police, in a slightly unsure tone. I wanted to, but my friend said no, we just wanted to go as well. Hearing that, Karen looked relieved, which pissed me off even further. But we bought our items and left. The end wasn't as satisfying as I wish it was, and I really wanted to get back at her for the way she treated us. But I'm sure karma gave her what she deserved. To this day, I still don't understand how she came to the conclusion that someone wearing a full gothic getup was a store employee. I hope she didn't drive herself to the store because her vision must be terrible. Yeah, I have no idea how she mistook a full gothic getup as the uniform for a freaking grocery store, guys. Like, I'm really baffled. And silly, silly Karen, backtracking when the mentioning of cameras came up. Guys, if I had a dollar for every story I've read where Karens attack someone and then make up ridiculous stories, painting themselves as the victim, I'd have like 20 bucks. With that said though, always call cops. Like, she tried to get OP and her best friend in trouble, so they should have totally pulled the cop card on her to teach her a lesson for falsely accusing two random strangers. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So a bit of background, seven years ago in college, wife and I used to work for Chipotle. In fact, that was where we met. As we worked there, we amassed quite the selection of Chipotle t-shirts. And for those of you who don't know, the design is a small Chipotle logo on the front and a large design on the back. Back in the early 2010s, the designs were quite imaginative, and they had some pretty funky art on the back, which actually might be something you'd want to be seen wearing. My wife's friend who still works there hooks her up with newer shirts, and yeah, they're not as good as before. They have boring designs, talking about special offers, and real ingredients. Eventually working there became too much for me, and I fell out with management and I quit. I was so mad at them that I was gonna burn my shirts as an act of catharsis, but my wife persuaded me to let her have them for work, even though they were way, way too big for her. And so, she amassed quite the collection. I'd estimated about 20. She persevered for a while after I left, getting promoted to a kitchen manager. And then after we left, the huge collection of work shirts became her loungewear and pajamas. It's like I never really left, because half the time, I see a Chipotle girl wandering around the house. Harmless enough. But once or twice, she's actually gone into a Chipotle wearing one of those shirts, and occasionally weird stuff happens. So the first one was about two or three years ago. We'd been out the previous night, and we'd both gotten pretty drunk. I woke up the next morning feeling a lot better. I had breakfast, but she was still pretty hungover from the previous night. 
So I went in and asked her if she wanted food, and she did. But she wanted to go to Chipotle, as she felt burgers would have been gross in her hungover state. She'd been sleeping on her back, however, so I hadn't noticed that she was wearing one of her favorite shirts. It was a huge, oversized shirt that she'd gotten from me, that featured a lettuce shouting, Lechuga, on the back, with an avocado that replies, Gesundheit. As I said, the old designs were actually quite cool, and weird. So she slipped on an old pair of my Lakers basketball shorts, and a hoodie, which covered up her t-shirt, hence me not seeing it. Also some sunglasses to hide her hangover, and then we left for Chipotle. We got our food, went to the car, and was about to drive home, and as it was hot, she took off her hoodie. And then she says she needs to use the washroom. I didn't think much of this, and again, I didn't notice the back of her shirt. It took my girlfriend a while to come back from the restroom, so I sent her a text asking if she was alright. She then sends one back saying, long story. And then a few minutes later, she comes back laughing. So what had happened is she had gone to the restroom. And when she came out, she ran into a woman who asked her, What do you think you're doing coming in dressed like this? It turns out that she was the store manager. She thought my girlfriend was a new hire, and she proceeded to berate her, coming in dressed in such a sloppy manner, and that she would have to go back home and change, and that she was going to be written up. My girlfriend starts getting really angry in response to getting yelled at, and that's when she looks down, and then at the reflection of the back of her shirt in the glass behind her. And that's when she realized that the t-shirt she'd thrown on last night was in fact a Chipotle uniform, so an easy mistake to make. She then explained that she was actually a customer and this was her boyfriend's old work shirt, and started to apologize for coming in dressed this way and confusing the manager. At which point the manager apologized for telling my girlfriend off, and the two women spent about a minute in a loop of apologizing to each other. Finally, the manager offered my girlfriend a buy one get one free card for the mistake, so in the end, there were no hard feelings. We got some free food from this one, and that was one of our experiences. The other one was actually a few weeks ago, and since the last time, we got married, so she's now my wife in the next story. We went to Chipotle on a Sunday evening, and yeah, my wife was rocking a Chipotle shirt again. We figured that as it was quite late in the evening, there wouldn't be many people there. It would be pretty chill, and we couldn't be bothered smartening up, so we just went as we were. We go in, and yeah, there's only one or two people there, so it should be fine, right? We order, and the guy who made our food for us gave her a double take, but didn't really say anything. The girl on cashier, however, smiles and says, Oh, I like your shirt. And my wife says, I don't work here now. There's life after Chipotle. And they have a nice conversation about college, how things are nowadays, and the pandemic. I think the girl was about 17, and she enjoyed the conversation so much that she gave us our meal for free. I leave a nice tip for the cashier, and we're heading towards our seats. The evening has a general good vibe to it so far. However, we then hear, No, you're doing my bowl wrong. I want the salad. You're still doing it wrong. My god, how effing stupid can you be? Looking over my shoulder, I saw a woman who was one of those customers who's the nightmare of all Chipotle workers. The self-entitled customer who believes that by yelling and creating a scene, they can get whatever they want, aka a Karen. Now, if you're wondering why everything she said is in all caps, it's because she never lowered her voice, and she never stopped yelling while she was in the store. We sit down, and she finally gets her bowl made exactly how she wanted it. But it wasn't good enough, and when she gets back to our previously happy cashier, she proceeds to chew the poor girl out for it, saying, You are super slow, and it's overpriced. My god, this place is a disgrace. Just making her life a misery. The cashier is trying to placate her as best as she can, and an equally stressed manager appears, tries to calm down Karen, but the woman just won't shut up. 
I just shook my head and started eating, but the manager must have done something to get her to leave them alone. Because Karen went and she sat by the door after making a scene of snatching up her food and storming off to a table. Karen clearly made quite an impact on the cashier girl as she ran off to the back to cry, leaving her equally miserable looking manager in her place, and generally everything feels like trash now. We just finished our food and walked out, but as soon as we pass the Karen on the way to the door, we hear, Hey, you, girl, stop. My wife turns around and says, uh, excuse me, ma'am? And that's when Karen goes, yeah, I know you're leaving work with your boyfriend, but as you're a manager, I want to make a formal complaint. My wife turns back to me, grins, and then she mouths, what the F? Because although she is wearing a Chipotle shirt, she's also wearing neon green running shorts, flip-flops, and a backwards green and yellow baseball cap, none of which is part of the approved uniform. This isn't how Chipotle managers dress. Although I guess Karen figured that she was slightly older than the rest of them and thus was a senior manager. My wife decided that since the customer made our new favorite cashier cry, she wanted a little payback for all the time she'd been in the same situation. My wife does a very, very good customer service persona. All bubbly and sweetness and she slips right back into it and she walks over to Karen and says, I'm sorry ma'am, how can I help you? Karen then goes off into a rant about how badly the stores run, how she was kept waiting, and how the employees are all so stupid. No wonder they're all paid minimum wage. Blah blah blah. Generally just being an a-hole. My wife just listens intently, and then she says with a smile, Well ma'am, those are some interesting observations, but I think you can go F yourself. Hearing that, Karen's stunned for a second, and that's when she screams, I'm writing to the head office, and you are out of a job, missy. Give me your damn name. Right now. At which point, my wife says, I'm so-and-so. Karen writes down her name, and then she says, you'll be hearing from the head office after they hear from me. I hope you enjoy unemployment. At which point, my wife says, and I haven't been a manager at Chipotle for quite a long time, so I can pretty much say whatever the F I want to you. Karen just stares at her for a moment, and then she says, But you're wearing their shirt! To which my wife responds, Yeah, I'm wearing it because it's a cool shirt and I used to work here. It doesn't mean I work here now. So I can tell you that you're being a massive bitch who likes taking her anger out on kids much younger than her, and I think that everybody would prefer it if you just F off and stop throwing your weight around, because Chipotle can't fire me. At this point, Karen stunned, processing a girl in a Chipotle shirt telling her off instead of placating her. And then she pushes past us and says, This place is an effing disgrace. This place is a joke. I'm never coming back here again. She then slams the door behind her and drives off quickly. Now I'm just processing what happened, as it was really weird. My wife goes back over to the two girls behind the counter to apologize for saying that to a customer. The girls were cool with it, and quite happy that she did stand up to the Karen, and also it was a customer versus customer interaction. So the moral of the story is if you ever work a fast food job and you ever want to go back there, check that you're not wearing your old uniform before you go in. Ain't that the truth, guys. And Opie's wife is quite the hero for giving that Karen a taste of her own medicine. And guys, I love reading posts where people come in to defend employees against raging Karens because it's so, so satisfying when Karens realize that the person screaming at them can't be fired and can't be controlled. So guys, the last post in this episode is not an I don't work here lady post, but it was shared with me and the story is freaking hilarious. So I'm just passing it on to you guys. 
So this person shared their post and said, So last night, my wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner. On the drive over, my wife reiterated many times to me just how important it was to make a good impression. At that, I scoffed, and I arrogantly informed my silly wife that I always make good impressions. My wife's boss is a single lady in her 50s, so it was just the three of us. We chit-chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to be really hitting it off. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes, and my wife seemed pleased. Soon, she brought out the main course, a really nice, big, juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked the steak was. Now, I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle rare. But this was several minutes on a hot grill short of rare. I probably could have resuscitated the cow had I tried. Instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, thinking about how I was going to get away with not eating this steak. For a second, I thought I would claim veganism, but no, I'd already feigned great enthusiasm upon seeing the steak. Just then, our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. So I'm looking across the fancy dining room table at the open window of this third-story apartment, and that's when a cartoon light bulb appeared over my head. I knew I had to be decisive, realizing that she could return at any moment, and I committed. I then grabbed the steak with my hand, gently shook off the juice, and executed a perfect throw right through the center of the open window. But here's where I messed up big time. The window wasn't open. It was the cleanest freaking window that you've ever seen in your life. That is, until my mostly raw slab of steak slams up against it and it slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. My wife, who was unaware of my predicament, just turned, jaw-dropped, and she stared at me like I was an alien from another planet. This look then slowly morphs into an expression of demonic anger. Of course, my wife's boss heard the thud of the stake on the window, and she comes quickly. She took in the scene, the stake sitting on the windowsill, the blood trail, my empty plate, and then she gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. I just didn't know what to say at that point. It felt like a minute of silence, but it was probably three or four seconds. Finally, the best I could manage was, Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm such a klutz. Uh, I don't know. I was just cutting it, and and it slipped, and just ask my wife. I really am a klutz. Right, honey? I then look at my wife with no help coming from that direction. I then say, I'll clean this up. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. But yeah, both women continued to stare at me like I had escaped from the loony bin. As I smeared the blood around the window with my cloth napkin, dusted off the steak, and continued to mutter my incoherent explanation, I knew no one was buying the story. At this point, I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly returned to my seat and proceeded to eat every bite of that disgusting, cold, chewy, bloody, raw steak. I remained pretty quiet the rest of the evening. And my wife's only two words to me since the incident are I'm fine. Oh my freaking goodness, guys. Like, like, I'm sure it went well after that. Like, it's something that's gonna blow over, and Opie's gonna be laughing about it soon enough with his wife. I hope. But guys, seriously, I would have died of embarrassment if I were in Opie's shoes. Oh, I'm sorry. I was cutting my steak, and it happened to fly and hit the window that's like five feet away. And the way the wife just looks at him not knowing what the heck is going on is just too funny, guys. 
And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that last story. It was freaking hilarious when I read it. So yeah, if you enjoyed the episode, be sure to hit that like button. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy, crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash entitled people episode where a crazy Karen couple tries to kidnap OP's son because their son needs a brother. It's such a crazy story. So go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.